what is non outreach comics? Local man number one. And I thought, what the heck is going on in this comic? I gotta check this out. You never know. Welcome to another non outrage comics. My name is John Garrett, also known as JG. And last week, on the very first episode of non outrage comics, we talked about Amazing Spider Man 328. And that was fun to go back and just pick one of those at random. This week, I want to talk about something I enjoyed in the here and now. So, we're going to be talking about a comic that's called Local Man Number One. Local Man Number One, which I saw on um, Comixology. And I'll let you know, uh, this is one from Image. It uh, is something I know nothing about. I, I knew nothing about this comic. What I tend to do every week is I have my I have my mainstays that I will always get. And then I'll look for something new. Usually I'll go to Image, see what Image is publishing. There's a lot of number ones with Image, which is fine, which suits me just fine because uh, I like to jump on board, see if it's something I might like. You never know. And so, scrolling through, I saw Local Man number one, and the cover is a... Uh, dejected guy. He, dejected guy. He's kind of sitting there in front of a uh, a billboard, uh, like one of those "Welcome to this town." Like Farmington is the town. He's dejected. He's sitting there. He's kind of got a bow and arrow, and maybe even a shovel, some arrows and stuff in in a quiver or in a, in a bag. And he's got a mask on, like a ski mask. He's just sitting there looking dejected. And there's a dog, like some kind of terrier, maybe kind of next to him. And I thought, what the heck is going on in this comic? I got to check this out. So then, again, I know nothing about this. So then I click on it. Who's, who's doing this? It's by uh, Tim Seeley and Tony Fleeks. Tim Seeley, Tony Fleeks. So Tim Seeley, I know, um, he's kind of, uh, you know, one of those double threats. He's a, he's a writer-artist who's been working in the industry a long time. I've seen a lot of stuff from Tim Seeley. And uh, even though, you know, I wouldn't say I, I always look for it. I always know that it's of a certain quality. So I, I had no problem seeing what's up with this. Tony Fleeks, I, I don't know. I didn't do like a bunch of research for this. I don't, I don't know him, but I liked the artwork. And what I came to understand about this comic is that both Tim and Tony are doing artwork in this comic. And uh, let's get into it. We'll, we'll find out why there's, there's past sequence and there's present sequence. So, as the story opens up, we learn that there is a fictional hero. Uh, of course, they're all fictional, but um, his name is Cross Jack. And I don't know if there ever was a Cross Jack or not. But the point is, we come to understand that Cross Jack is, is now uh, out of favor. He's fallen on hard times, and he is returning home. So from what I can see, Crossjack seems to be some kind of a Hawkeye and Captain America combo. Like when they show him all dressed up in his, in his gear, he's got those uh, uh, 1990s image style gear. And actually, to be fair, I mean, a lot of that was kind of started at Marvel with Jim Lee and such, but with the pouches and, and the buckles and things. But anyway, Crossjack has all that stuff. And so the story with Local Man is that we're seeing Crossjack 
as he is now, who he's he's a fallen hero. Before he was part of a team that um was called Third Gen. And I don't know how much of this is like on the nose or not. Like when I saw Third Gen, it made me obviously think of Gen 13, which was a famous uh, like a really high-profile image comic from the 90s. I mean, it was like white hot for a while, Gen 13. And so third gen made me think of that. I don't know if that's intentional. I would assume so. I'm, I'm assuming Tim Seeley is hitting all the notes here. So he's been kicked out of third gen, and apparently he has nowhere else to go. So Cross Jack, whose name is Jack, Jack comes home to Farmington. Um, somewhere in middle America, and he's he's not happy about this. As things are happening, people are not happy to see him. They don't want to see Cross Jack back in Farmington, and he's kind of treated like dirt. I won't get into the specifics, hopefully. So for this one, I, I should say aside, I'm going to try not to spoil this one so much. Things that are current, I'm going to try to keep spoilers down so maybe you guys might want to check him out. But something from 25 years ago, I'll probably just go all in. But anyway, so Crossjack, uh, not, not treated so good coming home. We, we come to understand that um, he's probably done something. And not only has he been fired, but it's, it's public opinion is not with Crossjack, not with Jack. So, and also another thing that's kind of an aside, it, it seems like it's always a fate worse than death to go back to, you know, middle America. You know, please, no, not middle America, you know, the flyover states. Nobody wants to go there, as I happen to live in a middle America state. And it just always cracks me up where these people will do anything. Don't send me to, you know, Wisconsin. Don't send me to Kansas. No. So, yeah, that cracked me up. But he's talking with his parents, his, you know, his, his parents. We kind of get more information out of them. And it doesn't look like they want the kid back. They don't want him back, is what it seems like. And you can you can pick up little nuggets of information from the from the conversation, which I think is done very well. That it's not just dumped out there for you. You can see and, and read in the, in between the lines that okay, what what's probably happened here? And so Jack gets tired of talking to his parents, and stupidly he goes out on the town. You know, not stupidly for the story, but surely if you're if you're that hated, he seems to be hated. Surely if you're that hated, you're probably not going to go walking around. But he goes out to the bar and trouble ensues with with old friends, old enemies. I don't know if he's got any real friends, but um, one thing I do like I, from from the artwork from both Tim Seeley and from Tony Fleeks, you can see in the people's body language, you can see in their expressions, what is going on, what their opinions are, you know, probably what else is happening that is not being said. And it reminded me of the artwork of, uh, you know, the immortal Dave Gibbons, who, of course, uh, drew Watchmen. Now, Watchmen, of course, is probably the gold standard of comics. But in that one, I just remember seeing how Dave Gibbons would draw their body language, draw their expressions, and then it just would fall into place. Like, of course, that's why he was making that face then. That's why, you know, he, he looked so dejected and defeated at that point. And that's, it, it's, it was so brilliant. I never forgot it. And it seems like the same kind of 
quality of artwork here where I'm, I'm reading some subtext just from the, the artwork itself. And so uh, to continue on, there's, a, there's one of those situations where you where he connects with, you know, there's an old, old flame, I guess. So who knows what's going to happen with that? It's one of those situations. I say it like that, where I like those kind of stories, even though I'm not a guy who cares about the relationships in TV shows. I don't care about the relationships in the comics. Get on with the fighting, get on with the explosions and such. But I will say, um, sometimes I like it when they, they go home. There's the old flame who maybe it, maybe it could have worked out. Maybe will it work out now? You know, there's always something where, okay, the guy has changed. He's become mature. He's become famous. So um, there's a similar situation to that. And I feel like the um, the old flame, she, she was pretty interesting. And maybe the only person who doesn't hate him on sight. <laughs> there's, um, there's also a, a kind of a legal situation that reminded me of a real life legal situation um, between Rob Liefeld and Marvel Comics, Rob Liefeld, of course, one of the founders of Image Comics back in the 90s, where he created a Captain America... Um, actually, he didn't create it. I, I think it was uh, a character named Fighting American, who I think was lying around on the floor, maybe unused. Maybe the copyright expired. Rob Liefeld picked up Fighting American, and he had a shield and such. He was, you know, essentially Captain America, and from what I would call Marvel sued, and the result of the lawsuit was that Fighting American could continue, but he just couldn't throw his shield. That's all that they came down with. And I remember kind of cracking up, like, okay, um, you know, I guess that hasn't exactly ruined the comic or anything. Um, it's one of those silly things, kind of like the boys as well. So things like that, just kind of the the kind of uh, idiocy of the legal machinery of these people. Well, anyway, to continue, even though Jack, he's back in his podunk town of Farmington, where he doesn't want to be, and he also is, um, it looks like he's, he's thinking, what am I going to do next? That's what his immediate concern is. What What is next for my life? But as we kind of can see from the end of this, of the first part of the issue, that his life isn't going to be as mundane as he thinks. It really isn't. And uh, I think it's about to, it's about to really pick up because some of the things that happen where it seems to me like somebody's not through with Crossjack. Somebody wants something from him. So just sending him back to his hometown is not going to be, is not going to be enough. He's not done. That's for darn sure. And so I also looked at the uh, the second part of the issue was set in the '90s, or or maybe not necessarily the '90s, but the '90s style. We're seeing a flashback, and that's where Tim Seeley himself does the artwork on that. And I mean, it just reads like a '90s comic. And I burst out laughing several times just because I remember reading those comics and that was normal. It was normal for just, you know, when somebody had muscles, I mean, they really had muscles, man. If they, you know, they'd have a costume with pouches and upon pouches and buckles and straps and belts and all kind of stuff. And sometimes characters would have guns and knives and stuff that would never get used. And you would, you know, you'd wonder, 
what is in those pouches? What are they holding in there? And I think the most famous one was Cyclops from the X-Men. Like, he had all these pouches on, and people were like, does he have his glasses in there? Does he have his another one of those visors? What what does Cyclops need in those pouches? And, and not, not to mention the uh, the shoulder pads. There was always some kind of puffy shoulder pad or puffy face apparatus or something, and you'd be like, what is that? You know, surely they can't move in that, but it was it was just the way it was done back then. We wanted to see all this extra crap on the characters, and it made us think that it was cool or something. And so I couldn't help but laugh. But um, you can see from his interaction with the team that maybe Crossjack, he was on the team, but maybe maybe he was new and not quite one of them yet. And it looks to me, I could be wrong, because remember, I know... I know nothing about this. I didn't do any research. I'm just I'm just saying what my thought is, is that it looks to me like there was a teammate, a woman named Neon, and I thought it sure looks like some kind of a Me Too situation happened between him and Neon, and uh, who we see is named Erica. But again, that's one of the things that remains to be seen. But I think a great job was done with setting this up and, and not doing an info dump. I hate when there's an info dump and then somebody just spells out the whole darn thing and it's like, man, you couldn't do it better than that. But in this case, you could have taken away a lot of the text bubbles here and you still would have known what was going on just from the, the artwork and the people's body language and such. So I think with this one, I, I felt really good about it because when it got to the end, I wanted more right away. And there isn't more yet. This is number one. They're coming out. So unfortunately, there's no more at this particular time. But definitely check this out. If you're looking for kind of an oddball tale, it it uh, it was just really interesting. So this week, my, my image trawling, it actually paid off. It doesn't always pay off. Sometimes I'll pick up these number ones and I'll read through them. And that doesn't mean I'm, I'm always going to stick with them. But I like to, I like to just try something new. And I would say that, I would say maybe 10% of the time, I might stick with something and then it will be a, uh, you know, it, it might end up even being a limited series or something. Rarely does it end up where it's something that just goes on forever. Like this local man, I'd be surprised if this is, if this is a, a series that's meant to continue. And I don't know if if it um, you know how long it will go on. Sometimes these things go on for six issues, maybe maybe twelve issues at most. But I think a great job has been done here. And I also like to say like those image comics that apparently you know gave him this idea to do. Man, he just nailed the tone of those comics so well. <laughs> I, I don't know how to like if you haven't seen them, if you haven't read those little comics, people make fun of them now, but which I, I do too, but. The point is, I mean, there was a lot of joy in those comics, and I picked up, I picked up so many. They mentioned two teams here, so it, it seems to me that Crossjack is being set in this image universe where these other teams do exist. In the '90s, there was Cyber Force. They mentioned Cyber Force. They mentioned Brigade, and I believe Cyber Force was, if I'm not mistaken, it was Mark Silvestri who did that. And then there was uh, 
Brigade. And I think Brigade was a Rob Liefeld one. And I remember buying up a bunch of these Image Comics. Actually, it's kind of strange because I would always get those number ones. And I bought Brigade. And I think Brigade had a character where Rob Liefeld kind of recreated Cable from Marvel. And if I recall correctly, I think that's the case where, um, you know, he, he created Cable, who was a pretty awesome character. And I think he kind of, you know, re rebuilt Cable for Brigade. But I don't think Brigade, I just can't remember anything about it itself. <laughs> so maybe Brigade wasn't that good. So I think uh, that should do it for this one. I, I mean, I want to let you guys know that that um, this one has my you know, full-hearted recommendation. I would definitely check it out. Go on Comixology, go on Amazon, or you know, if you go to your local store, I don't know if a lot of you have local stores, but I don't. I don't have a local comic shop anymore. Closed it down, and the closest one to me now is, you know, at least an hour and a half drive away. So that kind of moved me over to Comixology, which, you know, it, it sucks and it doesn't suck. It's nice to get this stuff, but I do miss going down and hanging out at the comic shop and uh, making a day of it and just picking through stuff and see what, what other people are seeing right there in the store. So I guess that, that'll be enough of my blathering on that one. But guys, uh, that's going to wrap up Non-Outrage Comics episode number two. And I think next week I'm going to go back and I'm going to pick another comic from the Wayback way back Machine, I guess. And who knows what that will be. But I'm guessing, you know what, I might go and grab something from the 90s Image era. Maybe I'll grab something from 90s Image and talk about that and see how it kind of lines up with my, <laughs> with my uh, nostalgic feelings from reading Local Man number one. Anyway, I'm out of here for now. My name's John Garrett. Uh, please check me out on social media. I'll put my my links uh, in the description. Uh, John Garrett X, pretty pretty much on Twitter and Instagram. But yeah, uh, like, share, and subscribe if you if you like this. I appreciate it, and I'll see you guys next time. Yeah.